Good morning, or good afternoon, good evening. I'm not sure when you're listening to this. Uh, This podcast is going to focus on when friends freeze you out because of your successes. So lately I've been talking to a lot of people about friendships and how sometimes friends seem to drop off the face of the earth during really great times in your life and why this might happen. And what I've realized over the course of my life is that it has entirely everything to do with that person and what's happening in their life versus the successes and happinesses in your life. So a friend of mine recently got married and was telling me about how people in their life had kind of disappeared. They had just had this great, memorable, public announcement of their love for a person And now people that they relied on for their day-to-day happiness, support, and encouragement seemed to be very, very difficult to reach. And what I've realized is, is as somebody who's gone through the experience of getting married, marriage can be very difficult for women. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm a heterosexual female. So speaking from my vantage point, um, Women take it very hard, especially women who are unhappy with their relationship status. They can take it very hard when their great friend gets married. Uh, For them, it can just further highlight the unhappinesses in their day-to-day living or what they're silently dealing with, and it brings all of these issues uh, roaringly into their face. And so what I've realized is, is that when friends freeze you out, it has to do with protecting themselves. Seeing you as a reminder of the sadness or the discontent in their life. And so whether it be conscious or subconscious, they might start finding reasons or creating excuses as to not, to, as to not see you. And what I've realized is, is that this has much more to do with the fact that they're not ready to deal with their dilemmas head on. They are not willing to deal with the dysfunctions in their relationship, or perhaps they're not ready to deal with being single. And so by ignoring you, it enhances their life because they're not seeing this person who's a source of reminder reminder to them about where they are not progressing to. Sorry, I'm very stuttery today. I don't know why. Um, This happens in other areas of life as well. And so... um, You know, when somebody gains a promotion, sometimes that jump in status or income can turn people away because it reminds them about the lack they have in their life. And so perhaps you get a promotion and you're traveling more or spending more time, you know, decorating your house or your wardrobe's improved. And those are all very external, marketable um, consumer identities of yourself, right? So that person is seeing you more successful by the things you're able to buy from your promotion. And so that might be hard for them to digest, so they turn away from you. And another area that I've noticed is is that, you know, when people have kind of a miracle in their life. So I have tried to get pregnant for a couple years now, and, you know, a, a good friend of mine got pregnant, and I found I was intentionally kind of avoiding her. And, um, it was because she was, she was just like a clear example of something I wanted that I wasn't getting. And, uh, when I acknowledged those feelings and dealt with them head on, I was able to then go back to her 
and embrace her and her life and be there for her and her be there for me as well. And so um, I've been asked for advice on how to deal with a friend freezing you out. So let's say you're in this great period of space in your life where things are working out really well and you just don't understand why this person isn't answering your calls or responding to your texts or agreeing to meet for dinner or drinks or whatever the case may be. And what I would recommend is you know the person better than I do. So there's a couple of options. First, I always try to give a person a season. So 12 12 weeks. So give them three months to kind of let all that resentment out in other ways. Perhaps they don't know they're manifesting these resentments towards you. So just give them that space to breathe. And then kind of in three months after the space has, you know, passed, try to get back to the pace of the relationship that it was at before and maybe not talk about that success so much. And I, I think people might disagree with me on this front and say, why can't I talk about my success? But I'm just saying maybe don't shove it in their face. Um, another thing you could do is you could talk to the person. Uh, you could take the angle of ignorance or directness. So the angle of ignorance is I don't know what's happening. I feel like we're not talking as much. Is is like, did I piss you off? Is something going on? So you can play that angle where you where you give that person a lot of your power and you allow them to lead the conversation. And then, you know, maybe just by having that conversation and you showing that vulnerability, they they open back up and they're ready to start the communication process again. The direct route is different in the sense that you acknowledge hey, I've noticed since this has happened in my life, you haven't um, been around as much or our relationship has shifted and I don't don't like the shift, right? Um, This is difficult. I have done this with uh, friends in the past and there's a great chance you're going to lose that person because especially if they're a strong, confident person, nobody likes to be called out in this capacity and so it can be very difficult for them to have their their actions called out to them. It's, it's not often in life that we're called out um, very directly by people we love. It's usually done behind your back in a gossip format or in a venting format. Um, but face-to-face, it's difficult and people don't like confrontation. So this doesn't happen all the time. So those are three ways that I um, talk about uh, dealing with a friend who's freezing you out. And the other thing I would really do is find another person to vent to. So if you're struggling because you're not having that connection with a friend, you know, I I do feel it's safe to go and talk to somebody else and air out your concerns because you don't want these thoughts lingering in your mind all day. They're not good for you. They ruin your day. They bring your mood down. They, you know, they make you struggle with your day-to-day happiness. So that's never a good thing. But those are the three kind of tools I've used. And at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what route you take, or maybe you take a totally different route and tell me about it. Um, if it doesn't work out, you have to acknowledge that that friend of yours was a seasonal friend. Not all of our friends are lifelong friends. And I have come to a point in life where I really appreciate if I've outgrown a friend that I can hold on to the things that were meaningful from our relationship, but I'm not going to hold on to a stale relationship. I'm not going to hold on to a negative relationship. I'm not going to hold on to an anchoring relationship. I can acknowledge it for what it was and let it go. And I think that's a huge sign of growth. Um, And it's not probably what you want, especially when you want that friendship to continue to grow and flourish. Um, 
But also, if you do give it that season of time or if you give that person that space and they're still not coming back to you and reciprocating to you in the capacity that you were accustomed to, then that's something you really need to explore. And you have to remember that as we grow in life and as we continue to evolve and our worldviews change and how we perceive ourselves change, and especially when you start to love yourself, people are going to be unattracted to these changes. The problem with these changes is, is that when you start doing all of this internal work or as you start ex- achieving external goals like marriage, house, promotion, great body, great cooking skills, whatever your external skills are, um, as you start at- attaining them, it's just a bigger reminder to that person that they're stagnant or that they're not achieving the goals they want to achieve. And that's hard for people. People don't want to see people progressing around them. They want to see people of like-mindedness around them because it uh, enables them to affirm that their life is on the right path. So, you know, you have to ask yourself, who are you surrounding yourself with and why you want to keep this person in your life? And there might be great qualities to this person. I have frozen people out and I think I'm a good friend. You know, I think I'm a decent enough friend. So, Those are things that I always tell people to tread lightly on when these issues come up in relationships. But I do feel that um, the more you progress, the more these challenges are going to come in your life. And the more reflective and um, self-aware you are, the more you realize these issues coming up in your life. So the biggest thing and the biggest takeaway I have from my friends is that I don't expect anything from my relationships. I don't expect you to attend events of mine. I don't expect you to always be there for me. You have your life and I have mine, but I have that because of the life I've lived, right? And the life I've created for myself. And because I've realized expectations really let me down and don't really do anything to the other person other than them thinking you expect too much of them. So for me, when it comes to friendships, I really try to see it holistically and understand that we're in cyclical journeys where sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down and sometimes you're somewhere in the middle. And we can't always be there for each other in the same capacity as we were today, yesterday, or tomorrow. And so by acknowledging these um, feelings and thoughts, we can at least kind of try and overcome them. Because friendships are very complicated relationships and we all need friendships. And I truly think that friendships can arguably be much more important than family relationships because we choose our friends. And our friends are typically chosen because they are more similar to us than our family because they work with us or they have the same hobbies as us or they, you know, I don't know, eat the same foods as us. I'm not sure, but I I really try not to... Um, go down those negative wells anymore. And I try to look at it realistically and from the vantage point of the person who is upsetting me. What might be going on in their life? What might they be dealing with? How can I support them? And then bring our relationship back again. So I hope that helps. Um, I'm sorry for the shaky start. I'm still working on getting these podcasts rolling, but I just wanted to talk about that. I am also writing about this in my blog so you can see you know, the article written there, it's not exactly parallel to what we talk about here, but it's a lot of the same key ideas. Thank you so much. Good morning, or good afternoon, good evening. I'm not sure when you're listening to this. Uh, This podcast is going to focus on when friends freeze you out because of your successes. 
So lately I've been talking to a lot of people about friendships and how sometimes friends seem to drop off the face of the earth during really great times in your life and why this might happen. And what I've realized over the course of my life is that it has entirely everything to do with that person and what's happening in their life versus the successes and happinesses in your life. So a friend of mine recently got married and was telling me about how people in their life had kind of disappeared. They had just had this great, memorable, public announcement of their love for a person. And now people that they relied on for their day-to-day happiness, support, and encouragement seemed to be very, very difficult to reach. And what I've realized is, is as somebody who's gone through the experience of getting married, marriage can be very difficult for women. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm a heterosexual female. So speaking from my vantage point, um, women take it very hard, especially women who are unhappy with their relationship status. They can take it very hard when their great great friend gets married. Uh, For them, it can just further highlight the unhappinesses in their day-to-day living or what they're silently dealing with and it brings all of these issues uh, roaringly into their face. And so what I've realized is, is that when friends freeze you out, it has to do with protecting themselves, seeing you as a reminder of the sadness or the discontent in their life. And so whether it be conscious or subconscious, they might start finding reasons or creating excuses as to not as to not see you and what I've realized is is that this has much more to do with the fact that they're not ready to deal with their dilemmas head-on they are not willing to deal with the dysfunctions in their relationship or perhaps they're not ready to deal with being single and so by ignoring you it enhances their life because they're not seeing this person who's a source of reminding reminder as a reminder to them about where they are not progressing to sorry i'm very stuttery today i don't know why um this happens in other areas of life as well and so um you know when somebody gains a promotion sometimes that jump in status or income can turn people away because it reminds them about the lack they have in their life and so perhaps you get a promotion and you're traveling more or spending more time you know decorating your house or your wardrobes improved and those are all very external marketable um, consumer identities of yourself right so that person is seeing you more successful by the things you're able to buy from your promotion And so that might be hard for them to digest, so they turn away from you. And another area that I've noticed is is that, you know, when people have kind of a miracle in their life. So I have tried to get pregnant for a couple years now, and, you know, a, a good friend of mine got pregnant, and I found I was intentionally kind of avoiding her. And um it was because she was she was just like a clear example of something I wanted that I wasn't getting. And uh, when I acknowledged those feelings and dealt with them head on, I was able to then go back to her and embrace her and her life and be there for her and her be there for me as well. And so um, I've been asked for advice on how to deal with a friend freezing you out. So let's say you're in this great 
period of space in your life where things are working out really well and you just don't understand why this person isn't answering your calls or responding to your texts or agreeing to meet for dinner or drinks or whatever the case may be. And what I would recommend is you know the person better than I do. So there's a couple of options. First, I always try to give a person a season. So 12, 12 weeks. So give them three months to kind of let all that resentment out in other ways. Perhaps they don't know they're manifesting these resentments towards you. So just give them that space to breathe. And then kind of in three months after the space has you know passed, try to get back to the pace of the relationship that it was at before and maybe not talk about that success so much. And I, I think people might disagree with me on this front and say, why can't I talk about my success? But I'm just saying maybe don't shove it in their face. Um, another thing you could do is you could talk to the person. Uh, you could take the angle of ignorance or directness. So the angle of ignorance is, I don't know what's happening. I feel like we're not talking as much. Is, is like, did I piss you off? Is something going on? So you can play that angle where you, where you give that person a lot of your power and you allow them to lead the conversation. And then, you know, maybe just by having that conversation and you showing that vulnerability, they, they open back up and they're ready to start the communication process again. The direct route is different in the sense that you acknowledge, hey, I've noticed since this has happened in my life, you haven't um, been around as much or our relationship has shifted and I don't, I don't like the shift, right? Um, this is difficult. I have done this with uh, friends in the past and there's a great chance you're going to lose that person because especially if they're a strong, confident person. Nobody likes to be called out in this capacity. And so it can be very difficult for them to have their, their actions called out to them. It's, it's not often in life that we're called out um, very directly by people we love. It's usually done behind your back in a gossip format or in a venting format. Um, but face-to-face, -face, it's difficult and people don't like confrontation. So this doesn't happen all the time. So those are three ways that I... Um, talk about uh, dealing with a friend who's freezing you out. And the other thing I would really do is find another person to vent to. So if you're struggling because you're not having that connection with a friend, you know, I, I do feel it's safe to go and talk to somebody else and air out your concerns because you don't want these thoughts lingering in your mind all day. They're not good for you. They ruin your day. They bring your mood down. They, you know, they make you struggle with your day-to-day -day happiness. So that's never a good thing. But those are the three kind of tools I've used. And at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what route you take, or maybe you take a totally different route and tell me about it. Um, if it doesn't work out, you have to acknowledge that that friend of yours was a seasonal friend. Not all of our friends are lifelong friends. And I have come to a point in life where I really appreciate if I've outgrown a friend that I can hold on to the things that were meaningful from our relationship, but I'm not going to hold on to a stale relationship. I'm not going to hold on to a negative relationship. I'm not going to hold on to an anchoring relationship. I can acknowledge it for what it was and let it go. And I think that's a huge sign of growth. Um, and it's not probably what you want, especially when you want that friendship to continue to grow and flourish. Um, but also, if you do give it that season of time or if you give that person that space and they're still not coming back to you and reciprocating to you in the capacity that you were accustomed to, 
then that's something you really need to explore. And you have to remember that as we grow in life and as we continue to evolve and our worldviews change and how we perceive ourselves change, and especially when you start to love yourself, people are going to be unattracted to these changes. The problem with these changes is, is that when you start doing all of this internal work or as you start achieving external goals like marriage, house, promotion, great body, great cooking skills, whatever your external skills are, um, as you start attaining them, it's just a bigger reminder to that person that they're stagnant or that they're not achieving the goals they want to achieve. And that's hard for people. People don't want to see people progressing around them. They want to see people of like-mindedness around them because it uh, enables them to affirm that their life is on the right path. So, you know, you have to ask yourself, who are you surrounding yourself with and why you want to keep this person in your life? And there might be great qualities to this person. I have frozen people out and I think I'm a good friend. You know, I think I'm a decent enough friend. So those are things that I always tell people to tread lightly on when these issues come up in relationships. But I do feel that um, the more you progress, the more these challenges are going to come in your life and the more reflective and... um, self-aware you are, the more you realize these issues coming up in your life. So the biggest thing and the biggest takeaway I have from my friends is that I don't expect anything from my relationships. I don't expect you to attend events of mine. I don't expect you to always be there for me. You have your life and I have mine, but I have that because of the life I've lived, right? And the life I've created for myself. And because I've realized expectations really let me down and don't really do anything to the other person other than them thinking you expect too much of them. So for me, when it comes to friendships, I really try to see it holistically and understand that we're in cyclical journeys where sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down and sometimes you're somewhere in the middle. And we can't always be there for each other in the same capacity as we were today, yesterday, or tomorrow. And so by acknowledging these, feelings and thoughts, we can at least kind of try and overcome them because friendships are very complicated relationships and we all need friendships. And I truly think that friendships can arguably be much more important than family relationships because we choose our friends and our friends are typically chosen because they are more similar to us than our family because they work with us or they have the same hobbies as us or they, you know, I don't know, eat the same foods as us. I'm not sure, but I, I really try not to um, go down those negative wells anymore. And I try to look at it realistically and from the vantage point of the person who is upsetting me. What might be going on in their life? What might they be dealing with? How can I support them? And then bring our relationship back again. So I hope that helps. Um, I'm sorry for the shaky start. I'm still working on getting these podcasts rolling, but... I just wanted to talk about that. I am also writing about this in my blog, so you can see you know, the article written there. It, it's not exactly parallel to what we talk about here, but it's a lot of the same key ideas. Thank you so much.